What's happening, weirdos? Uh, first up top, I'd love to say thank you to all the amazing weirdos and fans that came out um, in Denver. Yeah! Denver was amazing, and tonight I'm actually recording this the day I'm going to be in San Francisco, but that'll be Tuesday night. If you're listening to this the day it uh, comes out, I'm going to be in Portland tonight. These are all book shows. These are all not... They're not stand-up shows. They're in-conversation, comedy, sex, God chats, and they've been amazing. The one in Denver was with Nadia Boltzweber, and it was incredible, and I'm sure San Francisco is going to be amazing. And if you, if you hear this and you're in Portland, uh, come and see me tonight. That's pretty much all I have to plug on the live side. I do want to thank everybody that came out to the Colin Hay live episode. That was awesome. That'll be out very, very soon. And uh, ongoing thanks to people that are reaching out and saying that they are enjoying the book. That really, really means so much to me. So thank you for uh, that wonderful love and feedback. This is Nicole Byer, who I've been trying to get on the show for a very long time. We were trading emails for months and months, and finally we got to make it happen. And I just, you'll, you'll get this, <laughs> I just flew out of Burbank and saw the Guy Fieri restaurant and laughed so hard thinking about this episode. She's incredible. She's funny. Uh, check her out in all the various ways that you can, which we discuss in this conversation. So I'm so glad that we finally got to make it happen. Um, let's just give a shout, a shout to the Pete's Picks. As I told you, I am traveling, which means I'm, I'm living off my Pete's Picks. First and foremost, my alpha brain never leaves my sight. <laughs> I panic. Last night I was on my way to the book show and I had three alpha braid in my front pocket and I kept touching it making sure I had it because especially if I'm trying to do a speaking engagement or communicate something difficult like the mystery of the world clearly uh, I always have to take my alpha brain beforehand it's not a stimulant for those of you that don't know it's called a nootropic it's like a multivitamin for your brain it's earth grown ingredients it's not like coffee it doesn't get you jittery or uh, jolty I'm going to say jolty it uh, just helps you with focus concentration this has been clinically they did clinical studies uh, and for me I've, I've sworn by it for the past I don't know four, five, six years I've been taking alpha brain before I do stand up before I go out on a date with Val and just want to feel that you know, availability in my mind to talk and listen and communicate and laugh and joke around. Podcast scripts, stand-up, always taking my alpha brain, swear by it. It definitely changed my life and for the better. So I reached out to them. I was like, look, I love your product. I'd happily talk about it on the podcast. Can we get the uh, weirdos a promo code? They said yes. Go to onnit, O-N-N-I-T dot com slash weird. And anything you get at that landing page will give you the discount automatically. That is a real uh, game changer for me. And they have other wonderful products, so, so shop around, check it out, and show your support for this podcast. Also, very hard to eat healthy when I'm on the road. Always take cachava with me. Cachava, cachava, K-A-C-H-A-V-A, is a superfood drink mix born in the jungle. It was basically, the story is they were, uh, corporate Americans were tired of uh, being tired, being tired of being uh, nutrient-depleted, went into the jungle to find the most exotic, nutrient-rich superfoods. What were people missing? What was hard to get? And what foods, plant-based foods, give these uh, nutrients and minerals and proteins to us quickly and efficiently and, most importantly, maybe deliciously? Uh, it's 100% plant-based. It's got omega, uh, omega-3s from chia and flax. It's got eight superfoods, 17 greens and veggies. 17! 
It's gluten-free, soy-free. There's no artificial sweeteners. But it tastes amazing because they use just enough coconut nectar, which is a low glycemic sweetener. And they also use coconut milk, powdered coconut milk in there. So I just throw it in water, shake it up, and it's absolutely delicious and creamy, chocolatey, or vanilla-y, depending on which flavor you get. It has digestive support built right in, adaptogens built right in, 24 grams of plant-based protein, and 9 grams of fiber. It's more nutrition in one smoothie than most people, I would wager, get in a month, and it makes you feel fantastic. It gets me high on nutrients because of maca root, because of raw cacao. I, I bought it to add to my smoothie, but it turns out... As you've heard me say before, it is the smoothie. And Val loves it. She doesn't normally like that sort of stuff, but it is a delicious meal in a pill. Keeps you full for hours. I didn't know that a lot of their customers uh, use cachava as a, a meal replacement to be healthy and sometimes to manage their weight. I didn't even know about that. I just love it because it makes me feel fantastic and it tastes great. So go to Kachava, 20% off, K-A-C-H-A-V-A dot com slash weird. You'll get 20% off your order and show your support of this show. And last, and speaking of Denver, I was just in Denver where the Stanley Brothers are. The Stanley Brothers are the inventors and the makers of Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. It, it is what it sounds like. It's hemp oil. It's a dietary supplement. It's not, uh, it doesn't get you high. It's not weed. It's not going to get you stoned because they use science to remove the THC and they leave the body and brain beneficial CBD. This is CBD oil. The difference between this and other types of CBD oil is it's made, it's grown in America. It's hemp that's grown for human consumption. So it's food grade. It's food inspected. It's made to be eaten. It's not going to be turned into a bedspread or something that you eat. It's just for human consumption. And it makes me feel fantastic. It's like a secret weapon I have, especially when I'm feeling stressed, when I'm feeling fatigued, when I'm traveling and I'm just feeling a little bit grumpy. I call it my happy juice. I take a little bit. It's not, like I said, it's not an intoxicant. It doesn't take you out of the game. It just helps your shoulders relax a little bit, helps you smile a little bit more. It gives you a healthy, happy glow. And what I love is unlike um, THC, CBD actually helps me focus, helps me work, helps me concentrate. I can read a book. I can follow a movie. I can hold a conversation. I'm not the biggest weed person, but CBD has definitely been a plant ally for me. And the best thing you can do is give it a try. It's kind of hard to understand, kind of hard to explain, but uh, weirdos are coming up to me all the time and telling me how much uh, Charlotte's Web means to them. So what I like is the original formula, mint chocolate. It's a little bit more expensive, but you can literally just take drops of it, so it's going to last you a very long time. And I also love the bombs that they make that get hemp onto you topically, soothing the skin, feels fantastic. So go to cwhemp.com slash weird and use promo code keep it crispy. That's it. All right. I'm so happy. Please check out the book, Comedy Sex God. Thank you for coming to the live shows. If you hear this, the day comes out, come see me in Portland tonight. So happy to be back. And uh, thank you for coming to San Francisco last night. <laughs> Even though that's tonight for me, it's yesterday for you. Oh, man. I'm freaking out, man. Nicole Byer, what a fun chat. Get into it. Yeah, that's one of my my friend, Kenya Barris, who did this podcast twice. He His joke used to be, how do you afford all this? Uh-huh. He'd just say it. Uh-huh. And he said it to Bill Cosby. Uh, Pre-scan. Love it. And he said Bill Cosby did not laugh. And he looked at him like he was crazy. I feel like Bill Cosby... uh isn't inherently funny. 
as like a person. Yeah. I think he's funny doing comedy, but I think as a person takes himself more seriously than most comedians do. Anybody that Dr. Dr. William Cosby, you know, uh-huh. like when it was a Cosby show, the producer was like, Dr. Uh-huh. William, it's like, come yeah, on. Yeah, he you thinks gotta, very highly of got himself. an honorary doctorate. Yeah, what you're not it? a real doctor. That's... Come on now. <laughs> come on. He can't fix my knee. <laughs> You can't fix you anything. You can't write me a prescription. You're no. not a real doctor. There's a dark joke here. Let's avoid it. Yes. Let's steer away. Yes. Move steer away right from away. the topic. <laughs> but he, I've taken that. And the first time I went to Jed's house, Jed Apatow, I said, how do you afford all this? It doesn't really work with them. No. Like, <laughs> it works for look us. Look at my body of work. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, so sorry. Okay. <laughs> but I do not have a how do you afford all this house, which I like. Mm-hmm. So I read Modest in an interview, and I'm like, good, great. And also, you're in Los Feliz. So like, maybe Modest, but it was expensive. Right. Isn't that crazy? Although uh-huh. this house in the 70s was if you spent a night in it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was haunted house rules. <laughs> you could have it if you just slept here. You just sleep here, and it's your house. Where do you, you live? Can have it. I live in Los Feliz. I live you do? Yes. Names? Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. I live in Los Feliz. How do you do on your... You have a podcast that's called... How, Why won't you date me? I thought it was called How Are We Not Dating. <laughs> How are we not I mean, dating? it's kind of the premise. It's like... Why won't you date me? Yeah, I just try to figure out how I'm still single. Still singies? Still singies. Do you mind me asking how old? Uh, I am either 32 or 33. <laughs> You're I not think. sure? I'm going to be 33. I was born in 86. Well, I stopped counting after I hit 30 because I was like, who cares? I hit 30. It's it's, fine. (laughs) But it's only been two or three years. (laughs) We're not sure. But last year I celebrated my 40th birthday, Uh, made a big old banner and everything at Dave and Buster's. And they were like, you can't hang this here. And I said, but it's already hung. Uh, (laughs) They got mad. They took it down. Me and my friend Mono. Who took it down? Dave? Or, I bet Dave. it was Buster. It was probably Buster. He's always Buster busting people. Is so rude. Dave, and chill. Nuts. Dave, very chill. Dave. Buster. So rude. Buster. So Come rude. <laughs> so rude. So rude. But he gets it done. He does. Dave's you know? a dreamer. He is. And Buster's the one who like puts everything together. Yeah. You know, he's walking around, making sure everyone's having fun and playing their games. Yeah. Uh-oh, my he... phone's not on silent. Uh-oh, that's a I real heard... Dave move right there. I know. Let's get a little bit more Buster in you. Oh, boy. Okay. So you're still singies even though you're 40, according to I'm your... So you, you had it like single. as a joke. Yeah. And that's then hilarious. this year, I think we're going to have a funeral. We're gonna try to see how much a casket costs, and <laughs> you are a joy. Oh, I just love to you're giggle. Gonna have, you're gonna have your own funeral. I'm gonna have my own funeral. I think it's gonna be very silly and fun. We don't know how much a casket costs. I don't Will you, know if you be can in rent the casket? Them. Hopefully, the like, start of the party, like a bed. Mm-hmm. Like you'll make it comfy. Mm-hmm. Get a temper, like a craftmatic adjustable. Ooh, who's casket. craftmatic? You know what? I'm, those are for old people. Oh, See, I'm ten years older than okay. you, so it's like those are the beds that would. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. for old folks that watch TV in bed. Oh, or they need your legs up for circ reasons. Oh, circulation. Circulation. I, yeah, you get old and then your body goes, ah, we shouldn't be here anymore. Well, the, bl- <laughs> the blood is trying to get to your feet and mm-hmm. it's tired. It's very tired. Your blood the is blood tired. The blood said, I spent too long in this body. It's, it's a time schlep. To, time to go. Back to the heart, it says. Is this a brick on your elliptical? That's in a that's a yoga brick. Oh, you do know, you do yoga? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, one time someone asked me if I jogged, and uh-huh. I was like, you are a deer. <laughs> do you exercise? No. Okay, but you I have mean, an I try, elliptical. No, I do that every once in a while. I, I'm trying to okay. do that more. And then the sauna usually gets a lot of calm. Ooh, ooh there is a calm. sauna. Gets a lot of calm. Oh, what a treat. It's the calm before the sun. Mm, I don't really like saunas. I don't like being hot. I get it, but it's exercise while lying down. Is it? Oh, because you're sweating Because your, your heart is jacked. It's actually oh, really hard to stay in. Interesting. But it's boring. So it's a cardiovascular. This is so boring. No, it's not. Just I'm learning. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you can watch a movie while you're sort of getting your okay. heart. So I'm worried about my heart. Yes. I don't really care enough to like jog and okay. be like, look how hard I am. I mean, exercise is hard. super fit? Yeah. And you're just what, like, you you're not comfy. <laughs> Are you mad at me? I can't imagine fucking somebody who's like super Dude. buff. Because then I'm like, how do we cuddle? Yeah. How do, how does that happen? I'm like not... I have to put my head on a muscle? That's what I'm talking about. No, give me a doughy, uh, squishy idiot. I'm a doughy, squishy <laughs> idiot. I'm a Tempur-Pedic mattress. And I like, I you know, Val is not f- like a firm, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. She's going to listen to this. I, so she knows this. Yeah, but I like that. Yes. And I had a bit about this where I was like, that was in vogue for the longest time mm-hmm. with Ruben-esque. I don't yes. know who Ruben is. I don't know who Ruben is, is either, Sandy. but Ruben says, I like a mask. Uh, <laughs> I like a what? <laughs> Ruben-esque. Ah! Ruben likes a mask. And it became Ruben-esque. It is weird that like curvy ladies were in and mm-hmm. then the 90s was like, you got to be very, very thin and have a huge honking tits. Yeah, you want the big, you want to be fat, mm-hmm. but only in a very localized only in area. In the chest. And now the ass. Now, now it's the butts. The butts the are butts, now big. The butts are huge. When they parody this time, it'll be all these big old butts. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what's going to be next. Will it be like, like, big freckled bellies. elbows? Oh. Well, there was a thing in, in Pulp Fiction where they were like, it's weird that like, it's fun to touch a big belly. Uh-huh. And they're even talking about pregnant bellies, like big mm-hmm. round bellies. They are. When Val was pregnant, it was they're like... They're kind of scary, though, because they're no, so firm and there's somebody inside. No, and you're I like, know. I'm literally knocking on someone's house. Like they, My baby was Polly Shore and my wife was a biodome. <laughs> <laughs> gotta your get out of here, man. So there's a lesser bald one in here. I like your baby. I know. You were great with her. I love a baby. I saw on the Seth Meyers show that you don't like the kids, I though. hate children, Ooh. but I love a baby. One that doesn't talk or have an opinion because I haven't been around long enough. Uh, yeah. You hold them, you get that little baby smell, oh, then you smells. give it right back to its mother, and then you yeah. live your life. Yeah, then you roll your own cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you're like, mm, gotta get my nicotine. <laughs> back to my life. Uh, so we, I, when I saw you, obviously anybody that's that good with a baby, you go like, you ever want to have a baby? Mm-hmm. You ever want to have a baby? Um, no, I don't want a baby. Because you really do hate kids. I do not want one. And people are like, <laughs> it'll change when you have your own. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to chance that. What if <laughs> what I if have I a baby change? and then I resent it because it's holding me back from vacations? Yeah, yeah. And then I have to put money into it because babies are expensive. Yeah. So I'll, I think if I hit Those like, are hair plugs, too. They're very pl- expensive. She have has you, plugs. Oh, the baby has yeah, plugs? Yeah, she's feeling insecure. Well... Honestly, I appreciate that. Very fair. Please don't let a bald-headed baby walk around. That's disgusting. Don't like it. I hate it. She wears a merkin too. I love it. See, (laughs) thank you, thank you. Give me a little hairy baby, (laughs) a little uh, an air uh, Chewbacca baby. I would love to give my baby (laughs) hairy armpits and not tell anybody. I mean, I think that would be very funny. Every time she raises her arms and you're just like, Uh "Wow, is she from Hate Ashbury?" That's a hairy baby. I think we are writing for I, SNL now. I think this I mean, was, yes. we just got in. 
One commercial parody. We uh, yep. we got it. Uh, now we need we a political satire. Imagine they hired us and they're like, this hot new writing duo, Pete Holmes and Nicole Byer. Oh my oh, God. So wild. People are calling it a lateral move. <laughs> uh, actually, a step down. <laughs> yeah. A step down. <laughs> they both had their own shows and now they're on SNL. Yes. But do, do you have that reverence? I still do. Um, Even though it is just another show, yeah. I, I'm saying I have deep respect. Would love to host. Yeah, yeah. Lauren, I know you love it. Lauren, I know you listen let to us this. host, please. Let us host as a duo. Come on. It'll be so fun. We already have our cold open. <laughs> Harry armpit, armpit babies. Oh, my God. And then Ben Stiller comes on. And uh-huh. for no reason, Liam Neeson is like mm-hmm. the secretary of state. And then Steve State. Martin, he just walks in and out and doesn't say Steve a word. Steve Martin walks in, and it, but the Chiron says it like some mm-hmm. Republican <laughs> senator, and he says something, and we're like, oh, that was in the headlines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, mm-hmm. and then you look to camera and go, live from New York. I go, live from New York. It's, oh, no, I forgot my line. <laughs> I would love for someone to fuck that up, <laughs> like on purpose. <laughs> there has to be somebody it would be did so it the worst. funny. Live Some... from New York. It's Night Live Saturday. Remember? Oh, no. Then <laughs> <laughs> they bury their face in uh-huh. a baby armpit. And then you watch them shoot themselves on live television. <laughs> <laughs> and no, and the applause light comes on and everyone cheers. Everyone cheers. And they're I like think... dragging a dead body off stage. And they're like, well, what happened to that person? They're <laughs> no not in the rest knows. of the show. Remember when they read the OJ verdict and the woman fucked that up? No. They, well, you're again, you're 10 years younger than yes. I am. Yes. But I remember them reading the OJ verdict, and she goes, the verdict for Orenthal, uh, like she fucked up 9 billion Bitch, people. you have one job. <laughs> Say Orenthal. Or- orange thal, orange juice, OJ, I love breakfast. Ah, the Hertz um, guy. Oh, no. The Hertz guy didn't do it, but he did. But he did. Did he? Ugh, OJ. OJ. He did it. Get over yourself. He did. Get over it. He murdered Nicole Brown Simpson <laughs> and, and her, her lover. Her lover. Went on my show, my name was Nicole on it, and they were like, what do you want your last name to be? And I said, Brown. And everyone was like, "Well, Nicole, you, <laughs> yeah, you can't it's taken. be Nicole Brown. Yeah. And I was like, but I'm not Nicole Brown Simpson. And they're like, it's yeah. too soon. Neither was she. <laughs> she dropped that Simpson. didn't she? She did. She was, yeah. Have you ever read the book that her friend wrote? I can't remember. Isn't it crazy how like it's just a genre? Oh, of course, there's a book a yeah. friend wrote. Her friend. It's like wrote there's it. Game of Thrones, uh-huh. Harry Potter, the OJ trial, the OJ trial. which is real. Uh-huh. It's a real thing. Well, I guess that maybe that's what got America to love true crime. I think it is the OJ Simpson trial. People watched it like it was like actual television content. I think that which is I, what. I guess it was in hindsight. Isn't it was? It was like reality show, yeah. and then now we're super obsessed. Serial. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fucking when you did you Making watch the a new murderer. Ad, Adnan thing? No, what's that? It was on HBO. I was really hoping that that would uh, wrap it up, but it was just like, <laughs> nope. Here's nah. all this evidence that he didn't do it, and then at the end, it's just like. There's no way this can be a happy ending just with text mm-hmm. fading up. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, boy, yeah. I need footage of him coming out if, uh-huh. if that's a good ending. And it's just like, he's still in prison. I mean, Sucks. true crime is always a sad ending because a crime happened. It's true. You know? Like, yeah. it's never going to be happy. Yeah, it's not. Like, You're right. They got murdered, and guess what? They're in heaven giggling. Like, right. you don't know. Cut to the heaven cam. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> I don't know what song that was. Uh, Tonight. Is the night, night for, for the night. night? I don't know. We could write a hit song. <laughs> tonight, tonight 
is the, the night for, for the night. night. People be like, oh, what? Like, what happens? They just keep saying night. <laughs> People but, hey. love songs about night. Hey, I mean. Because it's at night, and they're like, this yes. is what I've been waiting for, the <laughs> night. been waiting for the night. I could go out. I could get loose. Why don't we get loose during the day? Why is that weird? I, when I was boozing, loved day boozing. Are you Sobeys? I'm Sobe noodles. How long have you been Sobes? Year and a half. Oh, are you enjoying it? I am. Okay. It has a lot to do with my baby, too. But I mean, like, that mm-hmm. was uh, a good impetus. But I actually did it when we got married. Not oh. when we had the baby. That's nice. Yeah. Let's Can not, I ask a question? Let's not get boring with it, though. Don't let me brag and bore. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Did you hit, like, a bottom? Did you bottom out? No. I, I like sharing this because it was okay. just consistent mm-hmm. use. I wasn't, you know, our people. You know, comedians, people. you uh, drink after a good show, you drink after a, a bad, bad show, show, you, you drink, drink after a mediocre show, show yeah. you drink during the show. I used to get drunk and then sober up and then go to a show. Oh boy. Yeah, that was uh, now Ugh. when I look back I'm like Oof. it's a little bit It's yeah. a little bit obvious yeah. now. Oh, there was one show where, because like, I didn't like getting drunk and then going to bed. I wanted to have my day. I wanted to have my ah, night during the day. See, there you go. And if you got drunk at lunch and then fell asleep uh-huh. and then had and dinner up, and then went to the show at eight, you'd be fine. But this is just. I realize I'm an addict. Like uh-huh. that's the word I like to use. Sure. Now, is I just feel like sugar, weed, mm-hmm. booze, whatever it is. Do you still smoke weed? Very rarely. Okay. I'll do it. I don't have a kibosh on that. Mm-hmm. But it's still very rare. What about you? You blazing? You smoking? Yeah, trees? man, I blaze, bro. <laughs> yeah, I smoke weed. Toto slows Diaz, uh, and I drink alcoholsies every day. Not every day. Um, I can't drink, take a nap, and then do a show. The last time I did that, <laughs> I went to the most insane thing. I went to the Nor Bohemian rap Bohemian Rhapsody screening with an after party hosted by Jarrett Leto. Truly, it was like a Mad Libs event. Like I was like, look at all these. <laughs> Words together. DJ Leto. <laughs> but there was tons of booze. It was an open bar. I rolled around my living room, took a nap, and then went and did a show and was like, I don't feel good. No. I can't do this anymore. It's like being a subway worker or something. Like mm-hmm. your day is just backwards. Yeah. Like you should get some sun during yes. the day. Yes, yes, yes. And then the evening is when you, the demons come the out. The demons come out and you drink, drink, drink well, until Jer- you fall asleep. <laughs> oh, Cosby? <laughs> oh, the bad, the ball. <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah, the bad, I got the <laughs> it's a shame. That is the quickest uh, way to make anyone laugh. Yeah, 1984 uh-huh. until 2015, uh-huh. and then now you can't you can be like, like people will be like, "Who influenced you?" Then when you feel weird being like the Cosby Show, but like I still say it because it did influence I me. Know. And you can't negate that he made this incredible art, even though he's a bad man. Right? He bad. Well, that's that Chappelle bit. Yeah. What is it? He he rapes, but he, he rapes. Saves. Uh, yeah. Uh, he he helped he more saves, black people than he raped. Right, it's <laughs> which, a it's a hard point. It's a hard point, it, I, and, and it's, it's not even tough an, joke. But I, I mean, mean, he's he's pointing to what you're saying. Yeah, I don't even think he thinks he's right. You yeah. know, that's an extreme. It's mm-hmm. a joke. Yes, but he's pointing at what you're saying, which is that show. That show heavily influenced me as well. Yeah, and it hopefully was. I don't know. We're in we're in the murk. Yeah, it's tough. We're in the clickbait. Mm-hmm. Holmes. Pete Holmes tells Bayer, Cosby, my hero. <laughs> well, I mean, if that was honestly a headline that someone wrote, I'd be like, yeah, read the article, though. Like, yeah. read the rest of it. Right. I don't condemn what he did, but he made some really great art. Right. Well, himself really was a thing for me, mm-hmm. especially because I grew up religious. 
Ah, so he was clean. And yes. he had that bit about Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. And they played it in youth group. Mm. So that was when I was like, you can, we can like comedy. Mm-hmm. So, and there was no one else like that. What kind of religion are you? Regular. Christian? Jewish? Uh, well, we have all the Jewish stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we have some of it. I just mean, I grew up evangelical. Oh, what does that mean? <clears throat> it means we're Christians and we want to make you one too. Ah, so do you knock on people's doors going, can I tell you about a, a no, friend named Jesus? That was a little bit, we, we knock on other people's countries. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, knock, knock. It's us. Stamp the passport. Now Hello? let me stamp you with my beliefs. Interesting. Yeah, so we'd go on mission trips. Oh. But though it's, you're thinking of Mormons, yeah. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. These are the door-to-doorers. Okay. And there were some door-to-door like Baptists. And, and uh-huh. any Christian can go, any belief can go door-to-door. It's so wild that there's so many subsets of Christianity. I know. It's crazy. It's like in Boston, there's all these different white people. It's a Chris Rock bit. And they're uh-huh. racist towards other types of white people. Uh-huh. And Christians are like that too. Uh-huh. I used to think that like Catholics were going to hell. Oh. When if you looked at our beliefs, it was like, uh, it was same, like almost the same. Same team, guys. Same mm-hmm. team. But I was like, yeah, but you don't do a full immersion baptism and it doesn't count. I got baptized and so much water went up my nose. That's my big memory. What? How old were you? Uh, maybe like 13. 13? Yeah. And was like too big for, because I was a fat kid. The baptiz. Too big for that, that man to, to dip me back. Yeah. He struggled. Struggled to bring me back. Well, I was also very tall and mm-hmm. soft, so it was hard. He lost me. <laughs> And I don't mean spiritually. He got lost in the holy water. He was finding me spiritually uh-huh. and very much losing, losing his you grip. physically, being like, "Ah, oh, this big fucking kid." <laughs> he had a look that said, "Oh no!" As I came into those holy waters. Do you still go to church now? No, ma'am. Okay. Do you? No. We usually talk about God at the end. Oh, what? My, my podcast is called "Why Won't You Believe in Me?" <laughs> but it's God. Why won't you date me? Why won't you believe in me? And it's, it's Jesus, me, it's Jesus. Jesus, and he's cooked dinner, and the candles have burned all the uh-huh. way down, and there's an empty chair. <laughs> Why won't you have dinner Why with the Lord? Why won't you do it? But that brings us back to that. So you're singies. What's yes. going on? You're 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 <gasps> hilarious. Thank you. You're beautiful. Thank you. You're fun. Thank you. You're talented. Oh, thank you. You got money. I got a little coin. <laughs> You got a Guy Fieri shirt. Yes. You like to have fun. I do. So why don't they... Nicole, why don't they date you? Well, I people keep saying that men are intimidated of me, which I think is... Because you're powerful. Is that it? I guess. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, I think male like comics... Like they see you with like Napoleon Dynamite's brother, Kip. Uh-huh. You Who's know Kip? I'm talking about? Kip? Oh, oh, like, oh, I've the movie. On, I've been online chatting <laughs> with babes. Like they see Oh, he even dates a big He does date a big powerful black, black woman. woman. Mm-hmm. So I bet when people are like, I know who you should date, <laughs> they introduce you some guy that's like a little thin white dude. I, I don't mean, play Dungeons and Dragons, I, I organize the dice. I would <laughs> I disinfect the dice after each game. There's dice in Dungeon and, and Dragons. sided. A 12-sided dice? You've never heard that? That is a no. gap in your vocabulary as a comedian. I feel like your crowd work for nerds just got a little bit better. You're going to be Sick, like, yeah. he bends over and 12-sided dice fall out. Big inside reference. You're going to love it. I don't know if my crowd will... Or maybe. I don't know. Who is your crowd? Uh, fat women, women, gay men, and then boyfriends who were dragged there, who after shows love to say to me, 
I didn't know who you were I at all. Yeah. Never heard of you one time in my life. People love to uh, that. The shows you're on, never seen one of them. But you know what? You're pretty funny. I think you should keep doing it. And I'm like, oh, finally, a man told me I should keep doing it. Maybe I will. Ooh, Project Greenlight over here. <laughs> uh, I hear that. Because I, I also have, I don't know if it's mostly women, but I get a mm-hmm. lot of women. So I get a lot of men that are like, uh-huh. I don't know who you were. And they're threatened. Uh-huh. Maybe of another dude, I don't know. And they're sort of like, yeah, but it was all right. Like, well, well they're threatened because they're like, oh, my fucking girlfriend looks like she wants to fuck him. And they're like, uh, is that like compliment him or something? I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, a lot. It's asking a lot. Yeah. Did you get chuckle fuckers on the road before you were C-fucks? married? From time to time. Yeah. Uh, that's a thing. Yeah, Groupies. for men. I've never met a dude who is like, man, you were so funny. I can't wait to fuck you. But is it, isn't that what we're talking about? The, yeah. There's a power dynamic, right? Yeah. So people that listen to this podcast, <laughs> hit that 15 forward button because you're about to hear something you've heard before. But people tend to uh, have a resistance. I, I'm telling mm-hmm. this to you to hear what you think about it. Yeah. Two female comedians because it is a powerful position. Yeah. You're changing people's bodies. Yeah. So you're manipulating how they feel. Uh-huh. So men feel threatened by that. I think so. So they will laugh a little bit less because they're mm-hmm. like, no woman's going to change the way I feel. Uh-huh. Whereas a guy, they'll be like, he's our alpha. He'll lead us to shelter and food. <laughs> yeah. So I think, the, as you said, the chuckle fucker kind of goes in line mm-hmm. with the, like, you've been changing my body all night. Let's keep this going. Let's keep it going. Let's you can going. ravish me you with your dick because uh, you talk so good. Let your flesh microphone. Uh-huh. Yes. Which is what I call flesh, the ding-dong. A flesh microphone. I call microphone. oral sex the sound check. <laughs> okay, Nicole. You love it. You are frozen in a face I've never seen you make. I mean... If anyone were to go down on me and go, Mike, check one, two, I would wrap my legs around their head and never let them yes! go. It would be so funny. Check one, check two. <laughs> Sibilance. Sibilance. I would love that. I love to giggle during sex. I think it's a great time. It's a great time for bits. Right? I agree. Lots of bits. Have a good time. Catch giggle, yourself giggle, being tee-hee. a little too serious. Yeah. Val sees me make my serious face. Have a laugh. <laughs> have a laugh. Just have a little chuckle. Oh, what are we doing? Not chuckling. But so that power dynamic mm-hmm. doesn't lend itself necessarily. Is that what you're saying? You I go. think so. Yeah, tell me. Uh, no yeah. late, no dudes are like, I want to be with that hilarious? No. Um, no, not really. Mm, I'm, uh, I, on behalf of my people. Hey, I'm it's sorry. okay. One day I'll find somebody. Uh, you know, I've been in therapy for two years, so I, I know I am. <laughs> I think he's interested. <laughs> I've been seeing a therapist for I'm two years. I'm going to fuck my therapist. So I think he's into it. He talks to me and he loves me. Well, it's a lady, <laughs> oh, Mary. Okay. But, uh... You know, I've been working on shit, and I am lovable, and that's not it. I just haven't yeah. found the person yet, and one day I will. A lot of men want to, and guilty, raising it, raising mm-hmm. the hand. We want to be reflected back by women often. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, there's like a, a neediness uh-huh. that we want to be like big and strong and 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 make jokes. Like uh-huh. Emily Gordon, it really helped me realize this. Thankfully, it was years and years mm-hmm. ago. But I think I learned from it. But she would, I would. Five comedians and Emily Gordon would be hanging out, and I would uh-huh. watch Emily 
just be the catcher in the rye. She's just catching all the kids running through the rye. Uh-huh. I'd be like, Emily, G.I. Joe, more like G.I. Jane. And she'd be like, ha ha. And then Kumail would be like, oh my God, Skeletor. We were in a toy store. And then she'd be like, good one, Kumail. And I was like, this is crazy. Because we know Emily's hilarious. Uh-huh. We know she's brilliant and talented. And yet, at our lower levels, uh-huh. we were just going, look at me, look at me, look at me. And the poor woman, she, I, I, mm-hmm. if she was here, she would remember this day. So it's not what she does all the time. Uh, yeah. But men are, are weak. We're weak. Yes. And, and I can understand. I don't think it's good, but I can understand that somebody might be like, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. But you don't want those fucking dudes no. anyway. But do, I do find myself like when I'm on dates with dudes laughing at shit that's just not funny. Tell. But they want me to laugh and I will do it. I go, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, what a treat. Ha, 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 ha. I love this. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I try. I try. Mm. I try. And then I was doing this dude who wasn't a comedian. And, you know, you check in with your day or whatever. And I would tell him about my day, and he'd go, well, mine wasn't that exciting. And I was like, ugh, I don't care if you didn't find your day exciting. I find you exciting. So if you told me you licked a rock, I would go, what a treat for you. Right. I'm so happy you did that. Was it salty, or was it more of a flat I would ask more questions about that fucking rock. Right. So like that's the thing I bump into with dudes who aren't comedians. But you really, you can appreciate somebody just for who they are rather than, yeah. If I like spending time with you and I don't find you to be revolting and like I like fucking you and like talking to you is not painful yeah like I'm interested in Those everything you got standards are at sea level then <laughs> I don't understand I don't understand I don't understand why we uh, why you're not married I know and, and getting a mic check on all, the reg truly all I have to do is look at you and not vomit and I'll date you the- well what is the problem you run into with most dudes let's get some dudes woke um, uh, let's see it seems like we've already said one is like Instead of needing somebody to just reflect you, yes. laugh, be okay, they yes. give you some attention. I was seeing this other dude who wasn't a comedian who needed to be the funniest person in the conversation. Right. And I found that hard because he would say something and then I'd like build on it and, you know, like make another joke. And then he would kind of like furrow his brow and then try to say something to beat that. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I mean, this isn't a competition. Like right. we're just talking. Right. There's no stakes. We're just, it's, we're having fun. Um, right. And then I dated this one person who just knew everything about me, and I that was Creepy. upsetting. Yeah, because I didn't know what they knew. Like, and I don't want to go against girl code, but yeah. how are you tonight? <laughs> okay, yeah. Jerry. And they knew like my tour dates, and so it was really? like I, there was no point in talking if you already know everything. Right. Lay so, off yeah. the mead. Yeah, just Social. chill out. Yeah. And if you do know shit about me, just like pretend you don't. Yeah, yeah. Let I feel me... like that's what dating is these days. Yeah. Is you do know, but mm-hmm. you go like, so what bands do you like? And you're mm-hmm. waiting for them to say. <laughs> yeah. All the band that they just posted on their Instagram. Yeah. I get really upset when uh, I stop dating someone, but I still want to like look at their Instagram and then they stop posting. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, how do I get to check up on you if you're not posting anything? Hilarious. But also, my therapist is like, tame. stop doing that. What is your therapist telling you? She truly is like, let's continue working on yourself and, you know, make yourself the best self you can be and someone will come. She's like, I don't worry about you finding someone. So you will eventually. It's something you want. Right. So, yeah. It's out there. It's out there. You're don't know where. Podcast. Don't know where. People going to be tweeting. They gonna be tweet yeah tweet at me tweet at slide me. in my DMs. I had this dude slide in my DMs, slide uh, in my DMs. where I, I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and he was like, "I'll be your boyfriend for the weekend." And I was like, "Sick!" 
I can't wait. I'd love to fuck someone for three days while I'm on tour. And then... Zach Sherwin called it expiration dating. Oh! Where you know it's going to expire. Uh-huh. And he, he had this whole rap about it where he wanted to make a website called expirationdating.com <laughs> where you're like, I'm going to be in LA for a month. We'll be boyfriend, girlfriend for one month. I think month. that's great. It's a great idea. I would have loved to do it, but he yeah. didn't follow through. He broke up with you before? Well, yeah, he didn't even like... He didn't even attempt to see me. He when was, was the DM sent? The DM was sent like on like a... what time? Uh, like a, I'm always like, are they drinking? No, it was like 1 p.m., so maybe. Maybe, if he's an old It was 1 p.m. Pee. on like a Tuesday, yeah. and then he's like, I'll be your boyfriend for the weekend. I was like, what a treat. Uh, here are the times I'm performing. Let's do this. I will suck your dick, and I will fuck you. And you it's wrote like, that? Yes. No. Yes. Pull up that DM. Yes. You well, no, that? I deleted it because... Uh, shame? Because, no, not shame, because I, no, I was not like, shame I about what you said, anymore. but you don't want to see him and remember him. Yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck this conversation. Yeah. And then he came to my I show. I you said not shame, by the way. <laughs> That was beautiful. And I didn't mean it that way. I really didn't. But you were like, no shame. That was great. I, I, I feel shame. like you don't need therapy because you were like up leveling everybody right well, there. Well, I don't beautiful. need therapy because uh, I'm in therapy, if that right. makes sense. There it is. There was one day I walked in and I said a bunch of stuff to where like, I was like, oh, I think Mary is proud of me because like I get it. Yeah. And then truly the next week I was like, oh, everything I said last week, I don't believe anymore and I'm sad. Yeah. That's a That's lot of ups is. and downs in life. Yeah. How do you find your therapist? My friend was like, you need therapy and I have a number of a lady for you. Yeah. And I said, thank you. That's one of the perks and of I living in LA and, is yeah. we all have a therapist. Everyone has a therapist. And then Everyone you go, where are they? Because my therapist is the greatest therapist in the world for me. I love him. I and love then her. they're like, where, where is he? And I'm like, he's in Brentwood. And they're like, forget it. <gasps> That's so far. Like, but you, then you get the ride home to That's think about so what you talked about. Far. Mine's uh, you get the long ride there to think about what you're gonna talk uh-huh. about. Get the long ride home to think about what. Sometimes you're Sometimes I'll about. take notes on my phone and be like, "This I need to talk about." Yeah, because sometimes I forget. Of course, uh, but well, she's uh, she's like on Fairfax in like the Fairfax area by okay. like the Melrose Flea. And what's her style? Is she a listener? Is she an advice giver? A little bit of everything. So some sessions will be like an hour of me just like venting. venting. Yeah. And then her going, wow. Do you accept Ventmo? <laughs> she does accept Venmo now. <laughs> oh, Venmo. Yes. I used to write her checks. Yeah. And I love writing like an a old check. lady at the grocery store. Sometimes I'll do it at the grocery store. Ooh, hold up that line. I That's how it. you're going to meet your I boo. Love it. You're going to meet your it. boo writing a check. Uh-huh. And he's going to go like, just put it with mine. Uh-huh. And he's going to move that divider uh, over your Greek and we're yogurt. And going to merge our groceries and, and then merge night, our lives. Check I love one, that you said Greek two. yogurt. I bought a tub of Chobani the other day. Of course. And it was the biggest tub I'd ever seen. And I thought it was funny. I don't really eat yogurt. But I thought it was so funny that it was so big. It was a prop. <laughs> kind of. You were shopping like Carrot Top. Uh-huh. But then... I ate that whole tub. You loved it. <laughs> now I love yogurt. What flavor was it? I Vanilla. can't even No lie. My favorite yogurt joke, Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah? I don't eat yogurt because it tastes like bad breath. That's, That's a good funny. line. It's a good line. I guess line. it does kind of taste weird. It, it, well, it tastes fermented. There's a sourness to it. There is a little bit of sourness. Sour That's why cream, I get like too. A... Somebody had to teach me to love sour cream. I now love sour cream on like a taco or a burrito or like nachos. When I was like 17 and realized what a burrito supreme was at Taco Bell, Uh and that gun would jizz and and you're just like, it made it so much better. What is your Taco Bell order? Back in the day, double decker. Do you not eat Taco Bell anymore? Nah, dude. 
I nah, ate dude. so much Taco Bell the other day and immediately shit my brains out. I love Taco Bell. TB is the Woo-hoo! second worst TB. I love it. Tuberculosis uh-huh. and Taco and Bell. Taco Bell. You Give still me a, love it. I love a Do they, Crunchwrap well, let me Supreme. Ask you this. What is it? A Crunchwrap Supreme. That's new. It's like a Frisbee and it's crunchy and there's cheese. Oh, I know what it is. so good. It looks like a UFO. Yes. And it's <laughs> unbelievably fucking outrageous. It's so That's the UFO. Good. <laughs> yeah. And you uh, eat? I would eat that. I like a chalupa. Uh huh. I don't know what that is. Which is like is. a, it's like kind of like between a soft and a hard shell, and it's like thicker. I've been there. It's good. It's a dick joke. Oh, uh, we loved it. Oh, sorry, baby. I'm chalupa tonight. Wow, <laughs> I really missed it. No, it wasn't gettable. Wow. You ever make a joke? <laughs> It wasn't for me. It was for the one guy. I don't understand comedy. You do. You're oh. like the 12-sided die of comedy. Wow. Okay. Oh, chalupa. Hard and soft. A dick. Oh, boy. Oh, now I get it. Oh, what a treat. <laughs> that, was, that was a real aside. I like the double-decker taco. Okay. Do they I have also, that still? I don't think so. That was a 90s thing. Yeah, it was a hard taco wrapped in a soft. So oh, was, no. I think they still have that. Yeah. I haven't had that, though. I like I that. I like that Doritos Loco taco. Is that where the shell's Doritos Is a Dorito, flavored? yeah. Just in case you're not getting diabetes uh-huh. fast enough. They're like, we'll help you there. <laughs> we'll help you right over to the finish line of uh, just being sick. Uh, you have so many sparkling water bottles around. Do you want a bottle? There, none of them so have many. water in them. Yeah, I like sparkling water. You love water. sparkling water. I drink it. You drink Mountain Valley, which is, I think, the bougie one. It is bougie. I like it. It's LaCroix for fancies. I love LaCroix. Do you? What's and I your hate fave? when people call it LaCroix because I'm like, have you been to the website? LaCroix uh, rhymes with uh, enjoy. <laughs> I think that's what the website says. Oh, I was going to say no. enjoy rhymes with Roy, but I was like, that's just wrong. Well, what's fascinating about LaCroix is remember, there was a time when like Joe Mandy was rightly making fun of LaCroix so hard. <laughs> His whole Twitter was uh-huh. making fun of LaCroix. And I remember thinking it was so funny. Uh-huh. And as a culture, we all thought it was so stupid that mm-hmm. there was canned, barely flavored bubbly water. Uh-huh. What happened? I want to go to Harvard Business School. We all love it. Just to take the LaCroix class. What did they do? I don't know. I've never seen an ad for LaCroix. Me either. Have you ever seen an ad for it's everywhere? I've never seen a commercial for LaCroix. I don't know. What did they do? I don't it's kinda like In N Out. In N Out is uh, I've never seen a commercial for In N Out. But they have lore. It's like it's a California burger. Maybe okay. Maybe it was like LaCroix was always in writers' rooms. And then people in writers' rooms were drinking LaCroix. And then people are like, Well, I want to be in a writer's room, so I'm going to drink LaCroix. Well, I think it, what happened, let's let's have our Harvard business class. Okay. We got wise to like that sugar was like bad. bad, right? So sugar's bad. And then we were like, well, diet soda's mm-hmm. also bad. So then we just wanted something. This is so boring. Are we going to kill ourselves? Like Live uh, from New York. Live from it's New York. Saturday. It's tonight it's and it's Saturday. Oh. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no! Ah! Ah! <laughs> In the squeak of them being dragged away. <laughs> Should I get the mop? That's the janitor. <laughs> Why was he mic'd? Because <laughs> Lauren doesn't know where comedy's going to yeah, come from. He, everybody he has everybody. to be mic'd. <laughs> everybody needs to be wearing a lavalier. Everybody a lavalier. Everybody at SNL's mic. You didn't know? Oh my God. You didn't but know? That's my the favorite, chalupa for them. They my didn't favorite get it. LaCroix mm. is Peach Pear. Tasty. Never had. Tasty. I also love coconut because it tastes like sunscreen. 
See, some people hate coconut because it tastes like sunscreen. And I love it. It's summer in my mouth. Okay. It's like when you spray uh, suntan lotion in your mouth accidentally by accidentally. Your mouth. Like, yuck, yuck, yuck. When you're going, I love the beach <laughs> as you're spraying uh-huh. it on and it gets in there. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. It needs to be cold. I'll drink a warm LaCroix. I'll drink a, I'll drink a LaCroix any, a any old way. A room but I, I, won't, drink, I won't drink a, a warm coconut LaCroix. Uh, I will. I'll drink any. So oh. I love it. I I don't no. like key lime. Too sweet. Too sweet. I like a lime. I like a lemon. Uh, passion fruit. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, I still. Ooh, 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 ooh. And a papa mousse. Ooh, papa mousse. That's fancy for grapefruit. Have you had a topo chico grapefruit? Uh, no, I've only that's had a the karate kick into a pinata. Right the there. normal ones. Yeah, they make grapefruit now. Ooh, and I'm gonna have to get into that. You're gonna want it, but I don't know what happened, Katie. Do you know what happened? No guess. All of a sudden, everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've gone to parties and said, "Where the fuck is the Lacroix?" Oh, same. Especially now that I don't drink, same. I'm like, "Show me the Lacroix." And if I go to someone's home and they don't offer me a Lacroix, I'm like, "This is not a home." What did they do? It's just a house. It's not a Some home. people don't love here. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a house of pain, <laughs> and then the house of pain song mm-hmm. that we all know starts playing. Uh, jump, jump up, jump up, jump get down, jump, jump, jump around. So, jump. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about yes. which parent did you like more? Out of my parents, yeah. Um, just roll with it. Just my answer. mother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I liked my mother more. You were closer with your mom? Uh, She seemed to accept me as the Looney Tune I am. My dad uh, was more academic and didn't understand why I didn't like school. Like my dad. My dad, Colin Powell? Yeah, I'm picturing a Colin Powell. Yeah, sure. But Tyler Perry playing Colin Powell on the movie Vice. Well, my dad was Tyler Perry playing Medea playing Colin Powell. So just tucking tucking that uh, wig on a wig. Oh, <laughs> my God. I don't understand it. You know? That you're single. You're so fun. Oh. You're so fun. <laughs> I feel like Thank I should you. pay for this. It's do you have fun. Do you have single friends? Who do I know? Yeah, there's got to be somebody. Find me a single friend. But would friend. you date a comed? Yes. Hmm? But I don't know if a comed would date me. Because, because I think male comedians have a thing where they were made fun of a lot in high school. I feel like a lot of them were nerds in high school, found comedy, down. and then they're like, "Oh, now I'm like not a god, but like I'm." Yeah, people I find it. me attractive because I'm funny, and now I will only want to fuck the hot girl right. because they I couldn't have her back then, they, and now that's yeah. all I want. Yeah, they're revenge fucking mm-hmm. their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. All... I love you, revenge. <laughs> they say to their girlfriends, <laughs> and she's like, "My name's Tiffany." Yeah, whatever. Now it's revenge. Your Mike name... check one two. Oh God! Oh my God! That's that's a <laughs> frantic technique. Frantic. If he ain't slurping, he ain't doing it right. Oh my! <laughs> Have you ever watched? There's YouTube videos. I don't know. It was in a writer's room. Uh-huh. There's YouTube videos of like <laughs> they're pretty young people describing how to do oh, oral. Oh boy! I'm not saying it's right. I'm not <laughs> saying it's good. But there was a guy who was really conflicted with how he kept. You can. The reason we watched it, it went viral. Uh-huh. Was that he was like he couldn't stop talking about it. Like you would suck a penis. Oh boy! And he and but that you'd see the conflict in his face. Yeah, he was like, not that you know, not that I would. And then he'd be like, but you got to kind of. And then he'd be like, no, 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 no. And it was like one of the funniest things. Oh boy! Writer's room. You got to teach sexuality to, to the teens and the youth differently. Yeah, to the teens. It's okay to love who you love. It's okay to suck who you suck. Yeah, I know. It's okay. 
That's why I loved how you said no shame. <laughs> you were like offended <laughs> that you th- no that, shame. That I thought you were feeling <laughs> shame. Where, when did, tell me about your because you're so beautiful and body positive. Oh, thank you. How did that happen? Um, it wasn't always. No, you had Colin Powell with the wig. With the you wig, know? did he? Yeah, he uh, help you with that or hurt? No, you No, he was like a very fit person, and my mom was heavy. But my dad would like ride a bike all weekend and he played tennis on Thursdays. And then on Saturdays, we had to do math problems before we were allowed to go out and play. Mm. Like he was just a very strict person. Uh, But I was fat. I mean, not was, still am. Math problems? But math, yeah. I'm stuck on. You want to go outside? Four times. Got to do some math. Four times four equals uh, something. 12? Eight? 16. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, four times four 12. is 12? It's 16. 16. She's right. She's 16. Mm. <laughs> well, I went help. to three and got bored with math and was it like It didn't 12. help. I'm bad at math. Yeah, I'm good at it? finding out percents, but that's about it. Finding what? Percents. Like, uh, oh, and doing a Comedy Central percents. Comedy Central presents. Oh, presents, presents. I get it. I'm on board Just now. Throw me in the garbage with oh, my no, chalupa no, riffs no. and I'm my gonna pull set. you out of the garbage and Comedy's- say more Pete Holmes. Your, more. your dad wanted you to do a Comedy Central presents. Yes, and I said I only want to do Comedy Central. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to present yeah. anything. No. So uh, he made you do math, and he was yeah. fit, and your mom was thick. Yeah, and uh. They're both dead, so oh, no. I... Uh, when did that happen? When I was 16, my mama said, I gotta get out of here. And then at 21, my dad was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna leave, too. Um, Wait, your mom left, not... No, the- she died. That's she what died? <laughs> I'm like, there's no when way she means... left, I mean this planet, this earth, this plane. No, she had a heart attack. OMG. Yeah, so she had a, a pulmonary embolism, which is a... A blood clot that travels from your leg and stops your heart. I know what a pulmonary embolism. Well, I didn't just, know. I didn't know. It's a weird it. thing. A I pulmonary even... embolism. A pulmonary embolism. Pulmonary embolism. It's almost like a pretty name. Yeah. Hey, pul- pulmonary. Pulmonary, come on over. Show him your embolism. <laughs> uh, and then my dad, he died of a, a heart so attack. Sorry. When hey, you were twenty-one. Jesus, Louisa. Yeah. So your mom died when you were 16 and you were close mm-hmm. with her. Yes. So this is the talent. I'm sorry to, I don't mean to delight in this horrible suffering. Oh, no, it's fine. Like clearly, like Taylor Tomlinson, who's so funny, uh-huh. her mom passed. And there's always a part of me that's like, this like forged you in this horrible uh-huh. fire. But of course you're so talented. Well, I mean, it. when my dad died, it truly was like, well, you got to figure out your life and you got to figure out what you want to do and do it. Yeah. Time is limited, and who knows when you're going to die. So yeah. that's like, I think when I was 21, that's when I like decided I wanted to do comedy. Wow. Uh, I was like, comedy is the only thing I want to do. And that made you super serious, obviously. Kind of. It made me like double down and get serious both, about it. Yeah, losing both of your parents. My goodness. Mm-hmm. So you were independent when you were 21? Uh, were you like living on your own? Yeah, I was living in New York at the time. Uh, uh, yeah, I was fully independent. Like I had a job. I was paying my own rent. Sometimes. Sorry, how did he die? He died of a heart attack. As well? Uh-huh. Wow. So she was fat. He was fit. They both died of heart disease. So I was like, I'm probably going to die of heart disease. I don't think there's a way around it. Oh, wow. Uh, but, you know, it's okay. Life is, it's okay. You live the way you want to live and everyone dies. Yeah. 
Everyone. No, there's like nobody on this planet who's going to live forever. You can't prove that, though. Uh, I've never, everyone's I've never, I've gonna never die. I've never uh, died. I've never Pete, but you're going to. Never done it. You're going to die. You're going to die. Prove it. You will. Prove it. Uh, everyone dies. Nice. <laughs> but, no, uh, you're right. But that gives you a very... Or do you tell me the outlook it gave you? Mm-hmm. What, did it give you a bleak outlook or just a realistic outlook? Uh, just a realistic outlook. Was it depressing? Uh, yeah. 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 Having your parents die is very depressing. Well, let's do it one at a time. Your mom died and you're in high school. Yes. Yeah. Junior year of high school. Um, sudden, obviously. Yeah. Sudden. Like heart attack and dead, yeah. not heart attack hospital. No, it was heart attack and dead. She like dropped us off from school or to school. And then, um, this was like the last period. Me and my sister got called to the office. They're like, your mom is sick, which is, I think, a fucked up thing to do. Uh, then we got home and my dad was like, she's dead. And we're like, oh, well, oh wow. that's a wild thing to to be told one thing and then go learn something brand like new. Like the school knew that she had died, but yeah. they were like, we don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. So and like froze. the nurse took us home and was like, if my mom was sick, like she would wait till school was out and we could like go to the hospital. Like this is just weird the way it's happening. Mm. Um, and then when my dad died, uh, I was still living in New York and my friend Chris and I went and saw a stage reading of my favorite play, fat pig by Neil Butte. And he was driving back to Jersey where he lived. And I was like, yo, take me with you. I have clothes in Jersey. Like I haven't seen my dad in a minute. Let me just take me. He goes, okay. And then my dad was like, Oh, you're not supposed to be home. And I was like, no, but I wanted to surprise you. I'm not working tomorrow. He said, okay, we made pizzas, had a lovely evening. And we hadn't, we didn't have the best relationship. Cause we just truly didn't see eye to eye. But like, that was just like a really nice fun night. And then he had a heart attack the next day. And I just like, thank God that I was home. Cause I don't think my sister, I'm sure she would have been fine handling it, but like, it's better to have both kids there to yeah, deal with that yeah. shit. Um, were you there? You had left. No, I was there. Like, you were there. I woke up to my sister banging on the door, being oh. like, "I think Dad's having a seizure," and I was like, "Okay, well, I'll call." Did you call nine one one? She was like, "I called nine one one," and then I was like, "I'll stay with him. You wait downstairs for nine one one." And then <laughs> they couldn't get in the front door because my dad had a. Uh, uh, sealed it shut because uh, he didn't want to pay more for heat and then they like come in through the garage it was just very funny because I was like this man who's so cheap is now impeding people trying to save his life um, so then they like get him out or whatever and then I was going to ride in the ambulance with him they're like don't worry he'll be fine and I was like okay so then me and my sister drove to the hospital and then he like died on the way uh, basically. Uh, basically like he died officially like at the hospital but I was like w- they should have let one of us ride with him like it wasn't nice that he died without like one of his kids there when they right. could have been there right. uh, but yeah that uh, that shapes you as a person um, a couple of the first jokes I wrote were very dark and people did not like them Hit me. Uh, okay so here's one, one. Uh, we live uh, as a millennial let's see how did I phrase it uh, a lot of millennials end up moving back in with their parents, but I can't move back in with my parents because graveyards close. And uh, <laughs> I, I like it. People do not like I it. I like it. You should. Tr- well, <laughs> I wonder if you could make it work now. You I know think if I, mean? I actually starting, worked on it, maybe. Or just your confidence uh-huh. level now, you could be like, 
you could just be like, don't get weird. Uh-huh. You know, like when we're, also, when we're new, like we don't know how to do that. 24, 25. And I was talking to a bunch of people who still have their parents. Right. So they'd be like, oh no. And then people. Graveyards closed. It's very funny. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I can't. And I had a joke about being like a superhero, like Batman's parents are dead and he became Batman. Both my parents are dead. So what would I be? Heart disease woman? Well, cause bats like killed his family, right? Or killed his no, dad? No. Who would no. happen? <laughs> bats. When they're bats. Spoken like Batman? a real person. He died in a, he know what a, they died in a bat cave. Yeah, the bats killed his parents. <laughs> and then he became an homage. Uh, well, maybe that's why the joke didn't work, because I, I have incorrect information. That is so funny. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one. I feel like the be- the new version could just be, my parents uh, are dead, but I haven't fought anything <laughs> except whatever. Mm-hmm. The patriarchy. Hmm. Always fighting the patriarchy. Oh my god, this should be a video. Oh because the boy. way you just crossed your eyes. I love crossing my eyes. It's a, so funny. A fun little punctuation to joke sometimes. OMG. Uh, if ever I've loved thee. But yeah, death shapes you. So you were saying though you didn't see eye to eye with your dad, and we were yeah. talking about body positivity yes. too, oh, and where that um, came from. Yeah. So like being on your own. I feel like a lot of women have very interesting relations with their mother where their mother sometimes feels like they're competing with them or they're just like, well, when I was your age, I was thinner, blah, blah, blah. So like, I didn't have that right. as a young adult. And uh, Did you bond in your big, bold, beautiful boldness? Well, we never explicitly were like, we're both two fat women who are loud and love I to know. giggle. I, forgive me for having like a movie montage where it's like, <laughs> they're friends and they love, I you think know, it whatever. was just understood that we understood each other. Yeah. And we liked spending time together. But I hit like... But she didn't model that for you? Like, did she uh, have self-love? She, oh, my mother loved herself. Yeah. yeah. She also like walked around naked a lot. So like... yeah. That was a thing where I was like, oh, her body looks like my body, so that's whatever. But uh, it didn't really happen till I was like... Also, it's weird because the world tells you a lot to like cover up. So I worked at Lane Bryant, uh, which is a fat lady clothing store, and I would wear like, skin-tight things. And then my <laughs> manager would be like, Nicole, that's not appropriate. I'm like, well, what's not appropriate? We're all fucking fat. Like, who cares? Yeah. Uh, then I gained some weight, and then I was like, you know what? I should cover up. And then... I wear like cardigans in the summer. Then one day I truly woke up and was like, I'm hot. And my arms are fat if I'm wearing a cardigan. My arms are fat if I'm not. Who fucking cares? And that was like when I I was 24, 25. Oh, women hate their arms. Like thin women will sometimes just be like, look at my arms. Look at the fat. And you're like, "Uh, calm down. Or I'll notice since I got sort of uh, aware of that, like, that thin women show off their thin arms. Uh-huh. You know, you see that as mm-hmm. like an alpha move. You're, you're like, like oh, especially if they're older, right. you're like, oh, oh yeah. my Diane. An older Gaten. woman with thin arms yeah. is a woman with superpowers. Yeah. She loves herself. <laughs> she feels good. <laughs> she does burpees. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just truly stopped caring. Because I was like, who am I dressing for? Am I dressing for me or am I dressing for people? Right. And I mean, today I'm wearing flame sneakers and a flame shirt. Yeah. As my ode to Guy Fieri getting his Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. Mm. Uh, he deep fried it. He prop. I mean. <laughs> Covered it in ranch. I might bring something deep fried and eat there. <laughs> I love him. You love Guy Fieri. I love him. And today a homeless man was like, your shoes they match your shirt in a way that I don't like. And I said, thank you. And he went, okay. <laughs> oh, that so, happened? Yeah, 7-Eleven on Vermont. Whoa. After I gave him a cigarette. 
I gave him a cigarette and then he insulted me. Oh no. But I was like, I don't know. I dress for me. I look down. I see the flames on my feet. They make me smile. Yeah. When I get dressed in the morning, I like to smile. Do you know that Wale song about clean sneakers? No. Do you? No. Oh, is it no? No. It opens with a clip of Seinfeld talking mm-hmm. about wearing clean sneakers. And like, it makes me feel good. And then the song starts. And it, it always puts me, me in a good. It makes me feel good. I look down. Oh, I say the clean sneaks. Makes me happy. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. I watched his last special and he was talking about taking an Uber. And I was like, you've never taken an Uber. Why are we lying? Right. You take an Uber. You never take. You don't know but what Uber is. he didn't say he took an Uber. I don't remember. He says you take oh, okay. an Uber. You call a cab, but you take an Uber. <laughs> and he's like, who called it? You don't call it. You just take him like M&M's on somebody's desk. You just take him. Oh, Jerry. Oh, Jerome. Jerry. When will Jerry, you do this Jerry. podcast? Yeah, Jerry. You come elusive. On. Come on. Zen have you Buddhist. asked? I don't even have the gall. You should. Because the best thing about the sign is that he's like you with dressing. He's like, no. You know what I mean? It's like, Jerry, there's, would you do my podcast? No. There's a great clip of <laughs> Kesha on the red carpet with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, where she yeah. was like, can I have a hug? No. no. <laughs> the the most evolved comedian is the one uh-huh. that's just like, no. why would I do that? I don't want to. Although I don't, I don't know like, you. I asked Craig Robinson to do this, and he was like, no. Yeah. I was like, okay. It's Craig not Robinson pleasant. is unpleasant. No, no, treat. I'm not saying he's unpleasant. No, no, no. But yeah, a, a in hard that moment, no I is, was like, I don't like okay, this. Okay, this makes me feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> but is he that? I don't know him. No, he's great. Uh, he does. If you get a chance to see it, I think it's called the Craig Robinson Experiment. It's him at the Improv. Mm, I think yeah, he does with the improv. But it's like him in like a five piece band or something like that. Yeah, and they just jam. I saw him at the New York Comedy Festival. It was a three hour show. Uh, hour and a half in, he took an edible and he was like, "Let's see what happens." <laughs> it was very funny. It was wow. a real treat wow. to watch. Yeah, he's so talented. I wish I could sing. I look like I can I sing, saw but you I on cannot. The Wendy Williams show, and you were talking yes. about how you cannot sing. Can't. No tone? No tone. Well, we hit a note earlier. You're not tone deaf, are you? I am tone deaf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Nicole, I hear those sleigh bells ringling. Ding, 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 It's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. I don't know. Little flat. Oh, no. Giddy up. Little flat. Giddy up. It wasn't terrible, though. Oh, thank Kumail you. Kumail can't, couldn't have done that at all. Oh, He'd no? Like, I hear the sleigh bells ringing. <laughs> I had an audition for something where I had to sing, and, you know, you see someone's face and you know you did bad. <laughs> you go, I, I don't book this. Okay, thank you. Mm. Wait, because you had to sing? Yeah. And they were like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. So what did you and your dad disagree about? Everything. Totos? Totos? Totos. What's Totos? Espanol. means oh. everything. Si. I'm coming at you with all <laughs> sorts. You, you knew chalupas. <laughs> I love a chalupa. Uh, chalupa. You can say, todos los chalupas. Por Totos favor. los chalupas. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just disagreed about 
like school and what? It, what about school? I hated school. And you he weren't was into just, it. No, and he really See? wanted me to try no harder. Box can contain I, I you. Just... You are guy. You're Lady Fieri. I'm Gal Fieri. You're Gal Fieri. I truly love Guy Fieri. Would I'll you tell you something. Fieri. I would date Guy Fieri, but he is married with children. Mm. Uh, the only Guy Fieri restaurant in L.A. is in the Burbank Airport. So I went on a date and I bought two refundable plane tickets for us to go through TSA to eat at the Guy Fieri uh, burger joint in Terminal B. And I had no idea that in Terminal A, there's an actual full-fledged restaurant. I didn't know that till later. So like the next dude I date is going to have to take a... Terminal A. Terminal A date was, with me. Was this date worth Terminal A? Yeah. Because you... Yeah, he was great. You could have started at Terminal B. Second date... Terminal A. Yes, but uh, we are not dating anymore. What happened? Uh, what happens in relationships? It just fell People apart. People fade away? Yeah. Uh, Postpone? Oh, I fucked him on the first date. I always fuck on the first date. Are you kidding? Let's throw the fuck down. I gotta know immediately if you know how to... <laughs> Mike, check one, two, slurp on my puss. <laughs> That's I got you go. like Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri's <laughs> bleach white spikes have been in the in, framed by quite a few uh-huh. lady legs. I have to believe. I mean, probably. I he bet looks... you before he got married, he fucked all the time. Guy... And I'm sure every time he tasted a pussy, he'd be like, "Wow, that's dynamite!" Oh that's what he God. says about all the food he eats. He's like, "This is good. This is oh man!" Oh, and I bet you he did that after. He's an appreciator. He really appreciates. He's a people. passionate person. He's so passionate. And now he's only with the one. And I love him. Yeah. Yeah. So you went, you bought two, <laughs> the cheapest plane tickets you could get. Two refundable plane tickets. So you could get, yeah, get, so your I get money my money back. back. But then also I was like going on tour to like North Carolina or South so Carolina the next weekend. Again. So I was like, if you, if it just goes back into like my wallet or whatever, like it doesn't matter. Who cares? But it was nice to just be like, and it was refunded back to me in cash. And it was a great date. It was a wonderful date. And after it was in, in the evening. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, the Burbank airport closed a little earlier than LAX. So we had to get there at like six. And then afterwards... He was like, well, we're, and I also made him get a flame shirt. So we were both wearing flame shirts. <laughs> I was wearing two flame shirts. I wore a flame shirt under this flame shirt. And I had my little flame snakes. And then he wore a flame shirt and a cowboy hat. And we truly looked insane. And a lot of the TSA people First were laughing date? at us. No, this is like our fourth date. Uh, you got to ease someone into yeah. your crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't just start off like... On our first date, you meet me at the airport. Yeah. I need your birthday. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I'm buying you a ticket. Your first and Are you pre check? Yeah. Are you? <laughs> he was not pre check, which I was like, annoying. You got to be fucking kidding me. But annoying. it's Burbank. It's fine. We got in pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's pre check at Burbank. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then we went to a tiki bar after because he was like, let's uh, One, do more stupid stuff down the in street? North Hollywood. Okay. Uh, it wasn't too, too far away. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It was a very silly date. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you went into the bone zone. Yeah. Then we fucked and it was great. And then, and then I'm not trying to bring up a sore subject. I'm just like curious how it sounds like you're dating a lot. Yeah. And then they like, is it just the slow fade? Uh, or do people no, go this like, was like a hard, uh, I, something happened and I got to tell you about it. What happened? Oh, he boned someone else. No, it's very complicated. Oh boy. I'll tell you after we stop recording. Okay. We just hit pause. Did you? No. <laughs> Nobody hit pause. You are a treasure. I didn't see anybody hit anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you go out for um, 
I feel like you could kill a single cam. You could kill a multi-cam. Like, oh, what are you thank doing? You. What are you up to? Um, I'm trying to sell a show currently. That, what's, the, uh, what's the title? Why Won't You Date Me? I'm trying to adapt my podcast. Uh, that's what we do these yes. days. Yeah, you know? Yes. Um, but yeah, I'd love to do a... I like single cam more than multi-cam. Uh, it's funny because it's an insult to say somebody would be good at multi-cam, but like, I'm watching it. I'm like, you would slay Well, I've it. done a couple multi-cams, and it is... I bet it was not, hard to follow. Not easy, but like, you know, you're a stand-up. You know, we know what an to, audience likes, crowd, and yeah. you know how to deliver a joke. Right. And that's all. It's just jokes. Right. Uh, but I, yeah, but I, I like a somebody a who wanted to be on Broadway, though. I it know. Feels like I know. But I also just don't think that a multicam really translates anymore. Yeah. Because it does feel like the laughs are a little canned, even though they're not. Like, they have an actual audience who are laughing. I know. Um, yeah. But they know what they're doing. I would do a multicam <laughs> if it was like the correct premise. Yeah. You know? Well, the premise is. You're going on a date at the Burbank Cafe. Uh-huh. Wearing flame shirts. Oh, it was very silly. It was very silly. That's what you're into. So your uh, father died, and mm-hmm. then had you done comedy before he passed? Um, I had signed up for improv classes at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, and my dad didn't like coming into New York, but he very much at that point was like, she doesn't seem like she's going to go to school anymore, so I support her. And then he would send me like little emails to be like, they're looking for a new lottery lady, and here's the audition details. Like he like to read the lottery? Yeah. He Aww. he was trying. It's very hard he, he to, be, like, to be helpful and supportive. After some tumultuous early yes. years. Yeah. Uh, so I asked him, I was like, will you come to my grad show? It's in June. And he said yes. And then this man did not want to come to New York so bad that he died. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you He's like, are, yeah, I'd rather die than see my daughter do improv, which I fully get, you know? <laughs> you are a jar of sweet pickles, and I love sweet pickles. Thanks. Wow. Your dad. <laughs> Look, I've been to a UCB graduation uh-huh. show. He's not no, a dumb man. No, he's very smart. <laughs> I don't blame him. I do not. I'm going to seal up this door for heat yep. reasons. And if I had a kid, I would die before I watched them make shit up on a stage. I'm going to leave the earth before my... <laughs> I can't do this. i got to check out. Unsubscribe. Yeah. I can't be here. <laughs> unsubscribe. It's a funny way to say death. Uh-huh. My dad unsubscribed. Yeah, unsubscribe. Well, you said that about your mom. She said... You said something. Oh, I said about, she, uh, you she, made left. It, she, she left. She left. Like, she went on vacation. I've had enough. I'm out of here. I'm going to go. I don't wow. want to be here anymore. Wow. Did your dad marry again? No, but he did. Uh, he dated some woman, but he he didn't tell me and my sister about it because he was a very strange private man. Hmm. And uh, this woman left a voicemail on the answering machine that was like vaguely sexual. And me and my sister were like, "Oh my god, we think Daddy's fucking this woman." So we're like, "Dad, are you dating someone?" And he was like, "It's my business." And we're like, "But like, where are your kids?" Wow. And then at the funeral, she was like. I really, really enjoyed your father. And we're like, enjoyed? <laughs> Mic check, one, two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope he ate her out, you know? I hope so. It would be so... If I found out my dad didn't eat yeah. pussy, I would be devastated. Oh, my you God. You gotta please the ladies. Oh, my... Uh, but it was interesting that she showed up to the funeral. and then That is funny. These are scenes in your show. <laughs> Death is very funny. When we Death spread my dad's funny. ashes. Uh, Where? 
on the beach where he used to ride his bike. It was me, my sister, and my grandmother, and we were fighting over who was going to do it. And I like snatched it. And I was like, I'll just do it. Open the lid, through the ashes, huge gust of wind as I was talking. So then my dad was in Lebowski'd, my mouth. Like New York City when you drop that pizza uh-huh, cheese down. Uh huh. You dropped a slice of cheese pizza. I did, face down, and I still ate it. It was the crunchiest pizza I've ever had. Oh, why would you do that? Because oh. I didn't know if Ray's pizza was going to give me another slice. You, <laughs> Nicole. Yeah. They would have given you a new I slice. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If a fat lady came back into my pizza shop and was like, I dropped my pizza, I'd be like, bitch, you ate it. Oh, you know? <laughs> my Jesus. So I didn't think they would give me another you one. You are just spraying every hornet's nest with a hose, <laughs> and it's called comedy. And then the hornets are the crowd, and the buzzing is laughter. We'll be right back with Nicole Byer. Blue Apron. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was like, ooh, this is how you do it. I can't imagine ever doing an ad in front of somebody. They do it if you do like Corolla or something. Oh, really? In the middle, they'll be like, we need to take a break. Oh. That was my Adam Corolla. I do my ads separately. Yeah, the intro, Mm -hmm. right? Do you have have mid-roll? What's mid-roll? In the middle of the episode. Yeah. You do. I have them in the beginning, in the middle... I, I don't like those. Those almost cause car accidents. Oh, really? Yeah, you're driving and someone's like, especially like I love uh, my dad wrote a porno mm-hmm. and they play the same ad. Like uh-huh. they don't do it again. Oh. Do it again. Do the ad again. So I have to hear, and it would be one thing if they, it was just like NPR. NPR just goes like, mm-hmm. it's brought to you by Audible. Audible, bringing books to where you are. <laughs> That's fine. Uh-huh. But if you're going to be like, Oh, you know, you got to get Blue Apron. Let's <laughs> try to do their voices. And then they're like, Blue what now? And it's like, I can't hear him say Blue what now again. Uh, I, do yeah. it again, porno I do, guys. I do uh, multiple you do it fresh. takes. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Who are your sponsors? Let's see. I do ads for Tushy. What's that? Uh, it's a Toilet paper? Yeah. No, it's a bidet that you clip to your toilet. Uh-huh. So I talk about getting your butt so clean that you can eat it. I don't have it. a Tushy. You don't have a tushy? I have the Mountain Valley of oh, tushies. That's a, nice a pretty one. good 45-minute callback oh, on that Oh, there you go. That was nice. Mountain not Valley. Bad, not bad. The upscale LaCroix. I'm here for it. Toto. Uh, do Third Love. That's booby harnesses, bras. Um, uh, booby harnesses? Yeah, that's what I call them on that. You're fine. Every titty needs a harness. <laughs> that's my not in the script. Literally bonkers. Uh, <laughs> Your what? Apron. I said my ads are bonkers. You do do blue apron? I used to. Or maybe it's not Blue Apron. Maybe it was like Fresh Direct or, or something. Or Purple Carrot. Or something something like that. But they didn't want me so to do them anymore. When you get like a sprig of parsley wrapped in dry ice. Yeah. Get like a crate that could have shipped a Velociraptor. Yeah. And I used to get Blue Apron specifically, but then it started to be homework. It would like yeah. pile up. And then no, my you would open like, your fridge and you these. look like Dexter. Like mm-hmm. are these the fingernails of uh-huh. your victims? No, that's cilantro. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. It, the waste was a lot. Mm-hmm. We used to do that for dog food too. We'd order dog food. Oh. Now we, when you have a baby, you don't care yes. about your dog no more. No. I mean, we love him, but he's not getting premium dog food anymore. Oh no, <laughs> that's now a baby get fridge. Premium baby, baby food. You just met the baby. Come on. The baby. Did you notice is that I have a dog? So cute. Honestly, I knew there was a dog, but then I was like, this baby is yeah. great. That's Your what baby I'm is very well behaved. Well behaved. Very, very sunny disposition. Yeah, Who's she's that a man? Delight. That's Ramdas. Who? Ramdas. Who's Ramdas? He's my dad. I'm just kidding. Oh. No, no, no. He's uh, he wrote "Be Here Now." What's "Be Here Now"? "Be Here Now" is a book. 
it's also something people say in yoga class. Be here now. Be here be now. Be present. Man. Be here. I do. I dabble. I think a little bit in yoga now. I think oh. because I take a pole dancing class, and the beginning is a yoga based warm up. Can I tell you something? What? When we did crashing, uh-huh. there was a scene we shot in a strip club, uh-huh. and everyone was doing pole dancing. And, but they, for sound reasons, as you know, they can't have the air on, yeah. and they can't have any music playing. Uh-huh. So it was just it was one of the most Twilight Black Mirror Zone things I've ever had. <laughs> Silent pole dancing, I and every imagine. once in a while, a woman would slide down the and pole, and you'd hear that, and you'd hear it. Uh huh. You'd hear like, uh huh. Where did you shoot? It was in Manhattan. I forget where it was. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you shot in uh, New York. Yeah. Uh, I love pole dancing. It's very Tell hard. Me everything. Well, yeah, it looks like the hardest thing in the world. so hard. There's no natural precedent for that except fleeing a lion, and there's only a pole nearby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you go right up it. Right up it. Uh, but you find it, it's very on brand for you. It's empowering. Challenging. Chat- I don't know if it's empowering. No? Like, some of the classes. I thought that was the idea. It was like, we're going to take well, back the Some thing. of it is that, yeah. like, some of the teachers are like, feel sexy and i'm like i didn't come here to feel sexy i came here to aggressively pole dance right uh i think it looks cool i think it's a i think it's adult gymnastics if you will Uh um but yeah it's like uh because my one teacher veronica who i love dearly uh she spent like your first class you'll ever take with her you have to learn like one spin and just learn how to do it well so she's very technical and i love that Mm. like yesterday or monday we did this like very hard routine and then she just kind of like screams encouraging words at you to like keep going. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people aren't graceful. I don't think I'm very graceful, <laughs> but uh, I really like it. <laughs> it but feels it's your, good. It's your form of exercise. It is my form of exercise. I am into it. You should take a class. I'm not going to do that. You can. I wish I could do Val does this uh, dance class, like mm-hmm. female empowerment. And occasionally I think, well, we don't know anything about these men, but there, a couple men go. Mm hmm. And I wish I could be that free. And I could. Maybe There's a couple dudes who come to class. That do pole dancing. And they're fun. Yeah. That's what it is, man. I wish I could be that, like, who gives a fuck. Like, in your best... But you could. I know. know, On my best day, I could. But I can't guarantee when I sign up for a class that I'm going to be that, Pete. Mm, You know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you, Katie. Oh, a little It's so dark in here. Oh. It's so dark. What happened on uh, December 13th, 1999? You'd have to ask the people that used to live here. Oh. That they're some of the things in the house are like uh vestiges of the mm. people who once lived here. How long have you lived here? I don't know, five years or something. Okay. But we still have like uh Chelsea Peretti was making fun of it that we have the quotes from the children. So they're these like chalkboards <laughs> and we didn't erase it. Uh-huh. So they're like quotes from these kids and their parents. But they're so cute. I love this. That you're like preserving <laughs> If they came and visited, life that would be you like, don't know about. Do you want to see your past? <laughs> I say it in that voice, though. I think that'd be nice. I mean, my childhood home, I went by it the other day. By the other day, I mean like a year or two ago. And they painted it. And I was like, this, yeah. you can't paint I don't care this. for that. This was, this was my house. Yeah, I know. And then they knocked down a tree in the front one. I was like, that's our tree. That's fucked up. One of these days, I'd like to knock on the door and be like, can I just see the inside? You can. I've done that. Yeah, and it's I not weird. I did that at the house that I grew up in in Melrose, and then I did that at, at the house that I was in in Lexington. It's weird. Oh. They weren't home in Lexington. but I Wait, feel... did you grow up in L.A.? Mm-mm. These are places in Massachusetts. Oh, well, you said Melrose and Lexington. These are definitely streets. L-O-L. In L.A. I was always meant to be here. You were. 
Well, everything happens for a reason. Plane engine kills us both. <laughs> Have you ever seen um, Dead Like Me? It was on Showtime. No. The girl, the lead. It's about dead like people who are like guardian angel people. Uh, but she gets killed from a toilet seat falling from a plane, which I think is very funny. That is funny. Mm-hmm. I there now every time I'm on a plane, I think about the woman that got sucked out of one of the windows. <laughs> you are uh, a delight. And you know what else I think about? NB. A doo-doo in my... A piece of shit in your blanket. Happened to me. Every time I open a blanket. Don't don't open the blankets. Don't use them. Get your own blanket. They do not wash them. They don't wash them? They sure don't. So here's what happens. They wash them. They don't. They collect them off the plane. Someone eyeballs them and goes, no stains, and then folds them back up, and they reseal them like they wash them. They are not washed. That's why sometimes you'll put a blanket on and be like, this smells like a person. It's because it was just on a person. But they shrink wrap it. Yeah, to make it seem like they've washed it. Also, Nicole. the little pillowcases—they don't wash those either. The pillowcases? Yeah, there's like a little sheath over the pillow. They don't wash those. They don't change them. They don't change the the sheath. No, that's what a pillowcase is. It's yeah. a sheath. That, yeah, that's what you do. You change yeah. it. That's why you change it. Change the you sheath. Change it for other you mean people. I'm just using someone else's drool pillow? Yes. Yeah, and then if you fly first class, uh, who knows how they're actually washing the silverware? Come on. What well, do you mean? Who, like, wh- where does it go? You don't know. You don't know what facility it's going to. You don't know if it's just being power washed. You don't know if it's actually being, like, in a dishwasher. Like, you don't know how that shit's being cleaned. Come and then I was talking on. to a Delta rep because I had to talk to so many people at Delta after a, I found a, a piece of shit in my bed. human shit. Yeah, it was really fucking gross. And the flight yeah. attendant freaked out. It was very funny. Um, what do you mean? She screamed? He, I asked him for hand sanitizer and he was like, why? And I was like, I think there's a piece of shit in my blanket. He went, no. And then this is when people are getting off the plane. He walks over to my seat and goes, oh my God, that's a piece of shit. I got to get my phone. And I was like, I was trying to be quiet about this. You just screamed to the plane. And then people getting off the plane were like looking at the shit. And he wanted to take a picture of it. Uh huh. And I took a very grainy picture because the lights were still kind of dark. Yeah, and then you I want a dim light for a I shit didn't photo think shoot. to take it again. <laughs> it was just so wild. But uh, one of the Delta reps was like, yeah, and overseas people keep finding sharp objects in their food. And I was like, okay. So airlines are just bad and they don't have sharp quality objects checks. objects in their food? Yeah. And I was like, don't tell me that. I'm just going to repeat that. <laughs> don't tell you me. Don't tell funny. me the secrets. I'm going to so tell the people. you said on Conan or whatever it was mm-hmm. that it was a disgruntled employee made a duty. That's what they think it was. But, but it could have been. It could have been anybody. It could have been someone like their baby shit on the plane or dog shit on the plane. And then, but uh, it makes sense that it was a disgruntled employee because like they it do eyeball up. it and it was sealed. sealed. It was a sealed blanket with shit in it. You are fun. <laughs> and I think of you every time I fly. Don't I, when I fly, do you ever like think if you stop believing that the plane will crash? Yeah. BJ Novak has a good bit about that where he's like, I like to tap the person next to me and go, do you think I can crash this plane with my mind? <laughs> yeah. Because it does seem like one of those things where we're like, like a Looney Tunes thing. You mm-hmm. ran off and you're walking on the sky. And as long as you don't look down, it'll You'll be, be fine. Because it's an absurd thing mm-hmm. to sort of believe. But, you know, somebody explained a little bit about how flying Yeah, there's, works. like, aerodynamics and, like, science like, involved. All, all I remember was they were, like, the air, because of the momentum, turns gelatinous, basically. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a good way to think of it. Oh. And then Dave Coulier, cut. Cut it out. He told me, because he's a pilot, 
he was like, I think we were flying together to a gig or something, and he just mm-hmm. goes, it was bumpy, and he goes, just bumps on a road. It's just bumps on a road. Interesting. Yeah, he's like, the sky is the road, and it's just bumps. Uh, yeah. And whenever I hit bumps, so I guess I, it's weird, though. These are things that I do to like be more normal on a plane. Mm-hmm. I have stories that I tell myself. One, there's shit in the blanket. Uh-huh. Two, it's bumps on the road. Uh-huh. Three, the air's gelatinous. Four, I don't know before. I like to eat food on planes with the shade up. So in case a bird flies by, it could see me having the time of my life, that which is a wild is... thing to do, but I do it. <laughs> you want I, like, a bird? I to want a see... bird to be jealous. Like I want a bird to see me sitting in my luxurious seat that eating so food, funny. and I want that bird to be like, I don't get to eat in the sky. That I have land to eat. Is she's winning? Funny. I like to think that there's dozens of birds all over the world jealous of me. <laughs> you. Are, I'm insane. I'm putting you on Just, the new half dollar is going to be you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, who's on the half dollar now? I don't know. Eisenhower? Uh, sure. That was just any name. Well, I know um, Sacagawea, she's on the dollar. And it's kind of rude that they put her on that dollar because who's using dollar coins? Why did they introduce a dollar coin? I don't know. Me either. We don't. We didn't need it. You know when you need it? There's some situation you need it. It's like a vending machine. It's like a vending machine in the post office for Fair. some reason is giving you those coins. Wait, is that a painting of the Joker hugging Batman? It is. Did you paint that? Did you know Bats killed his dad? <laughs> and Jokes killed his dad. <laughs> jokes. Oh, too dark. I was going to say they, killed your dad. They did. Oh, no. They did. Nicole, Object make, work killed my dad because it was improv. Edit it out. I put. I'm just kidding. Uh, it seems like we Imaginary can milk in the imaginary refrigerator. And my dad are. died. He said, he went, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. Take me now. I hate this. I can't have someone ask me for a location <laughs> that would fit on this stage. Bye. Goodbye. Well, were you? We always talk about uh, religion. Yeah. Were you raised in a in a religion? I was raised Baptist. Ooh. Uh, so I went to church every Sunday. Went to vacation Bible school. Yes. Uh, yep. During the summer, uh, I was in the choir. I was an usher. A lot of my youth was spent in church. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was time wasted, but like it was. It was. I don't go to church now. Yeah, black people love church. Oh, I didn't mean black culture. I just meant like oh. your your identity. Yes, but black people do love church. Black people do love church. Because that was the one place that you got to go to yeah. show off. Right, purple hats, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, canes mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm, don't need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I've worn many Elective Easter canes, hats. I know. I've worn many a Easter outfits. I'd love to see you in like a, a thin white lace, kind of like a Ooh. wicker hat with an edible grape. <laughs> Just one edible grape glued to my hat. People say, wow, look at that lady wearing a doily and a grape. Uh, (laughs) This is like vacation. (laughs) What do you believe now? Anything? I believe that there's something out there. I don't know if it's a god. I don't know if he's a vengeful god. I don't know if he's angry. (laughs) I don't know if he's a Venmo god. I don't know if he accepts Venmo. God is a Venmo god. Uh, I don't know if it's there's a god or like it's just like the universe. I do believe in a higher being. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, the Bible for me, it's weird that people take some of it literally and some of it are stories. So picking and choosing. Yeah, I don't like that. 
So you're just sort of open in general. Yeah. You don't have a strict symbol system. No. Do you talk to your your folks? Do you feel like they're uh, still a part of your life? Sometimes. As the lights flicker? I mean, that is kind of wild. If you turn it up all the way, I think it'll stop flickering. Uh, I don't think those are dimmer bulbs. Oh, there's different bulbs for dims? You need to buy dimmer bulbs, and I don't think these are dimmer How bulbs. How wild. I did not know that. Nope. They're still flickering. Oh, maybe my parents are here. Dad? Daddy? Daddy? Did you like improv? <laughs> they go off. They <laughs> <laughs> just smash me. like, no! Um, sometimes I'll talk out loud to them and yeah. be like, I wish you were here uh, to see you know, this, or I wish I could ask you your advice on something, but I can't. Yeah. But I, I do try to you know, just talk to them, let them know and forget about them. I guess that is one of the things that we talk about is like an openness to something after this, or do you think it's just like over when it's done? I would like to think that there's something else. Yeah. But the thought of like a heaven means you have to continue living. I agree. That's, and the, that's a good consideration. I'm living forever. Yeah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, like yeah. I'm out. Like at 62, right. like I want to be done. 62. Yeah. I mean, that's older than my parents were when they died. 62 seems like a nice, great number. It's before retirement age. And, uh, OMG yeah. NB. We need you for more than 62. I don't know. I, mean, I want to see you as, I want to see uh, the color purple, Nicole Byer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to get old, 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 so I could just be so rude and people would be like, oh, it's fine. She's right, 100. Right, right. Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, so. Like, yeah. But then you get older and then like dementia and sickness. And it's like, I don't want to be sick. Like, I, I, yeah. I'd rather check out before all that shit happens. Right. You're, I don't know what to say. I feel like I'm supposed to be like, no. But no. I mean, I mean if you right, want to live to be 100, then that's for you. Do I it. don't want to be. A, like, I don't want it. Yeah. I, I feel like most All your are, friends fucking die. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. The story of the vampires. Be alone. Yeah. You kidding? Yeah, no, but most of us are clinging so hard to life. It's sort of weird mm-hmm. to talk to somebody that's like, I'm ready to just slip yeah, on. I'm out ready of to here. go whenever. But I mean, it makes sense. You saw that happen so young. Yeah. Uh, life is not- life. Uh, I think as long as you make a, an impact in a way that you want, then why not? Why not go? Right. We have to anyway. I think I'm making the impact that I want. Yeah. And when your show gets sold and it's a multicam. Exactly. And I go, this isn't what I bitched. <laughs> be like, I'm grateful to be here. Yeah, Thank you so much. Just do it. It's so funny. What are you doing? What are you working on? Oh, girl. <laughs> I don't know. I'm writing a couple things. I'm going to pitch some things. Six, six, six. I'm also trying to not do some stuff for a little while. Okay. Take a little Although break, a little days breather. Are still filling up. And I, I, I said to Val yesterday, I was like, I just want nothing. And I can't get nothing, which is a great problem. To mm-hmm. have. It's a wonderful problem. But then sometimes nothing. when you can't get nothing, it's frustrating and exhausting because you yeah. just want to take a break. Yesterday, well, I took to a break. You to go on vacation. Which was nice. Yeah. Yesterday, I'm, I had nothing to do. So I just beautiful. like slept. Yeah. I was tired. Yeah. I hear that. So I'm trying to balance all the doing with some non-doing. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't. It's not that I can't help it. It's we do what we like doing. Yeah. So when I'm like, oh, I have a TV idea or a movie idea or this or that, or I'm writing a couple things. I like doing that. Mm-hmm. It makes me happy. You know how some people are like, I like jogging. I don't understand that. But yeah, I'm like, I don't get that either. But like, I, I like, like working. Writing. Yeah. I like being busy. I like performing. This morning, I took a couple hours and I, I, I was outlining a script that I'm working on, and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Oh, see, it, I, I only work for like three hours. Mm-hmm. It's like three hours is all I'm good for. Then the rest, I don't consider this work. I'll do a podcast. I'll mm-hmm. do that, or I'll do stand up. 
none of that really counts. But like, are you doing stand up a lot? I'm going to start trying to tour uh, in mm-hmm. the summer. So I'm going to. I'm not right now. I'm, I'm doing it a couple times a month, but mm-hmm. um, I'll start doing it a lot more before. I the had tour. to like learn that like if i'm touring i don't have to do five shows a week in la while i'm here like you're doing the like why are you leaving your house to do material that you know works yeah you do shows in la when you're writing new material and that was like a thing that i had to learn that happens as the longer i've done it the more Mm -hmm. i'm like i look at it like a like a big machine that i have to make sure it's running yeah and then i do the small sets the 15 Mm -hmm. minute sets in town to make sure like Okay, it's working. It seems to be functioning. Mm-hmm. Almost like flying a plane. Okay, this yeah. plane will fly. And then I go work it on the weekends. But like, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more practical. Whereas it used to be about like the hang. The or hang. It was getting like you had nothing to do all day. And getting better getting at better, it. Yeah. And I, I mean, there's always room to get better. Sure. But I was like, I think I know what kind of stand up I am. Right. At so a certain I'm point. Not trying to figure that fucking out anymore. Right. right. That's but not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. And it's like you can get rusty. Yeah, you can get rusty. But I, I've been doing like five shows a weekend since January. Wow. So like, I'm not rusty. It's like the first show out. I'm like, but then like the the second show. I agree. Those Thursdays. The Thursday show is a little wonky. wonky. Mm -hmm. But it's often my favorite because you also don't have to rush because there's no show behind it, so you can go slow. But then like the second show Saturday, you're like, wow, I'm mm-hmm. like really fucking good now. Yeah. And then it happens and then the next yeah, Thursday. Yeah, and they're like, bye-bye. Like, bye. wonky again. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but that's what makes it such a fun yeah, endeavor. Yeah, stand-up is fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing. Do people yell at you at your shows? What do you mean? Do people yell at you? <laughs> um, very rarely <laughs> people yell at you. Uh-huh. What do they yell? Nailed it. Nailed it? Uh-huh. When I walk out on stage, they'll because go, nailed it. And then uh, sometimes when they like a joke, they'll go, nailed it. And then I go. Does it get a laugh from the audience? Sometimes, but not from me. That hurts. You're being redundant. I know yeah. I nailed it. It's right. a punchline. Yeah. I did. Right. And then also you're fucking up the tag. Right. Uh, so right. now I start my shows by saying, hello, I'm on a show called Nailed It. People like to yell it at me. If you would like to do so now, you may. <laughs> and get it out of the way. Yeah, and make them do it three well, or four Chappelle times. Well, used to have to do that with I'm Rich, bitch. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it was a thing. Yeah, and it's... And Jim Gavigan had to do with meow. Really? People always wanted to go uh-huh. meow, meow, meow. It's interesting, because I think everyone thinks that they're the first one to do it. Yeah. And uh... it's uh, it's the Nicole Byer, that's gotta hurt, <laughs> in the movie. Uh-huh. Whoa, that's gotta hurt. I wonder if Dave Collier, he probably has people saying, cut it out all the time. I feel like his audiences are maybe more polite. Oh, maybe. I don't know why I think that. Maybe. I feel like they're sweeties. And then people like talking to me. Like sometimes there's this woman named Shannon at the Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, I was talking about the movie What What Men Want. And I was like, what could that movie be what about? What men want? And then she what goes. What men want? Everybody pregnant. <laughs> was that, is that an okay thing to do? Yeah, that's great. It's a great Tracy Morgan. But, uh, no, that, was, that, was, that was the woman. didn't realize. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I couldn't Well, she didn't realize that the question was a setup. And she went, truck beer. And I was like, what? Truck beer? She was like, truck beer. She was trying to say trucks trucks and beer is what men want. Truck beer. So then we had like a full conversation. I was like, Shannon, you gotta, you gotta be quiet. She's like, okay. And then I like start the joke again. And she goes, truck beer. And I was like, Shannon, That happens to me. That it, what you just said is what it feels like to tour. Uh, yes. To do stand-up in clubs. Yes. Is you'll be like, you'll give somebody who interrupted you uh-huh. a moment. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, okay, Shannon. Mm-hmm. And then you start doing the joke over and then they do it again. Uh-huh. That is why. But then she was good for the rest of the show. And I would check in on her like every twenty minutes. I'd be like, beer. 
Shannon, how you doing? I'm like, good, Shannon. You didn't answer. <laughs> well, memoir. I'm holding in a fart right now. <laughs> I'm going to get everybody pregnant. I'm going to get everybody it's pregnant. Me, Tracy Morgan. I just saw him in New York briefly. He's great. Fun. He's very funny. He's fun. A real treat. Well, Nicole, how do you feel? You feel good? I do. I feel really great. Do you? Yes. <laughs> I feel, feel well rested. I feel heard. Do you feel seen? I feel seen. I feel sexy. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. She turned into a goat. Oh, oh I love God. making noises. Would you tell me this is how we end? Yes. One of, if not the hardest time that you've laughed in your life? <laughs> you fun. <laughs> You're fun. You're laughing. Um, uh, yesterday, or no, Monday maybe, I laughed really hard because I was doing a podcast with my friend Mateo. And I know Mateo. You know Mateo Lane? He's a he's he has a the dream. Bit where he goes, uh-huh. and he goes, that's how I that's came how out I to came my out. It's a true story of how I came out to my dad. It's one of the best jokes It's He doesn't of do it anymore. Time. And I was like, I love it. Why, I did wish. he do it on TV? Maybe. But I was like, who cares? It's such a good joke. I don't care. And it's beautiful. Who gets tired but, uh, of that? You know why? When I was in Montreal with him, mm-hmm. I was hosting his new faces. And he was warming up. And I realized mm-hmm. what a vocal effort it yes. is. Yes. I used to have so a shirt that I had it. to wear for my routine. Like there was a mm-hmm. shirt that I would reference or or um, I would talk about how I can't grow a beard. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to make sure I shaved so mm-hmm. I really look clean, even though I, I can't, but it would look kind of patchy. Mm-hmm. So I resented that you have to do anything to, to do prep stand-up. to do a joke. Yeah. So you're like, why am I doing this to myself? So I understand, but also it's one of the best jokes. Ever. I have a joke where I reference an outfit being stupid, but usually I'm in a dumb outfit, so it's great. Works out. Uh, but we were doing this podcast, and I was telling him about this time that Sashir, who's a dear friend, Sashir is made as my one of my very good friends. But we Sashir, yeah. were making this recipe that I found on Instagram, and I was like, there in uh, it was a video. I was like, it's one of those videos where it, like shows the person dumping shit into a bowl and like mixing it up or whatever, <laughs> and it has the recipe like written on the video, and. <laughs> We get to the grocery store and she was like, all right, so what do we need? And I was like, oh, we have to watch oh, the video. Oh, I know what you mean. Like it has the text on yeah. over them, like just dumping uh-huh. it in a bowl. Yeah. So uh, oh, it was me killer. watching this video maybe a hundred times and screaming the things that we needed at her. You are. In the parking lot of Gelson's. Fun. And then Mateo goes, you know, if you just click the link, the recipe would have been there. And I went, no. <laughs> and then I laughed so hard, I started crying. And I said, please don't tell Sashir. She'll be so mad at me. So then he called Sashir, I... told her that, and she went, no. <laughs> please, please. You watching that video over and over and going, Scallions! <laughs> is yes. so uh-huh. funny. Very dumb. And then I laughed really hard a uh, couple months ago because... So she decided to start swimming. So I was like, I'm going to start calling you Swim Shear, which is very dumb. But I was so pleased with myself. Swim Shear is a joke right out of my own mm-hmm. heart. And then I said, ooh, you love to do other stuff, too. So I could just change your name to other stuff you like to do. And I was like, you like to sit? I'll call you Sit Shear. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I laughed for a full block. <laughs> Oh and she was like, girl, God. Nicole. And I was like, sleep here? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so dumb things. Uh, very dumb. I have just been picturing men in uh, karate outfits doing high kicks this whole time. 
like breaking boards because I that's what it. you're doing. I love it. You're breaking some joy I'm boards. I'm having uh, lots of fun. I'm having lots of fun. You're living your life. I am, and I love to giggle. LTG. It's my favorite thing, just a hearty chuckle. Do you smoke chronic? Weed, yes. Yeah, we talked about that. Does that give you the gigs? Often when people tell the uh-huh. artist laugh story, they tell something when they were stoned. Um, Does that make you think of something? Let's see. Not to force it. Uh, <laughs> uh, for whatever reason, the lights went out in my neighborhood. So me and my roommate were just like in front of our, my fireplace with a fire going. Mm. And uh, we were smoking weed. And I said, <laughs> imagine this is the beginning of the purge. And the lights are off because the purge is happening. And someone just like bangs on the door and tries to kill us. And then we both laughed so hard because we were like, we're not even going to try to fight. Oh, my We're like, we're just going to die. You just let them have it. Uh-huh. Is that a, a nail in that bat? <laughs> Come on in. I don't know. Come on in. We're having a good time. dark. Oh, yeah. And I love it. Uh oh wait he wouldn't want me to tell this story never mind <laughs> is it why the guy Fieri didn't work out no I'll tell you that after we're done recruiting okay let me hit pause real quick you didn't press nothing <laughs> you're lying to the people listening <laughs> you are fun Thank well you. where can people find you um Twitter Instagram at Nicole Byer I have a special that streams on Netflix it's the third episode of Comedians of the World make sure you're in the US edition it's the third episode um uh Nailed It also streams on Netflix and uh yeah you are streaming 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 baby can't stop me the stream is going <laughs> alright let's get out of here okay bye bye oh you gotta say keep it crispy oh keep it crispy <laughs> No hesitation. <laughs> Same voice. You were just like, oh, keep it crispy. Okay, keep it crispy. Oh, my God. Let's get out of here. I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. My ice cream make you haters want to keep